Welcome to Shifting. Where we do it the right way. I'm Becky. And I'm Becca Lane. This is episode four. And it's called An Outpouring. Hmm. Becca. Mm. Becky. How did we get here? How? Um, so shall I talk about how I got the name? Yeah, I think you need to talk about how every title has a purpose and a meaning. Yeah. It's not just titles it's not just that's a cool name to give to the episode absolutely not there is a purpose there is a meaning behind every title Mm -hmm. it's very intentional so that's what i'm asking you what is the meaning behind the out and outpouring um so if you've been tracking up tracking with us since the first episode then you would notice that we have a common theme which is the first one was a new dispensation Mm -hmm. the second episode being a step up um, the third and an encounter, encounter. the fourth now and an outpouring um so if you look throughout all the episodes you can see that god is trying to do something mm. with his people right yeah so a new dispensation is there's a new people amongst us and it's not even new as in they just appeared somewhere but then it's a it's a how do I put it? It's almost like a new dispensation kind of translates into the new things that God is doing. There you go. Um, and requires, I think, a new generation. Um, so those that you've seen before, they've done, they've done their duty. Now it's for us to rise. Mm. It's for the young people to rise. So that's the new dispensation. And then... <laughs> It's for people to rise. So that's how you go get into episode Position. two, yeah. the step up. Yeah, which talks about positioning and actually rising up to do what God has called you to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, uh, if you don't rise, other people will fall because of your ignorance. Oh, repeat that. Yeah, if you don't rise, other people will fall because of your ignorance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have to... I, don't, I think you heard <laughs> that one very clearly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's just very simple like that. Um, when you fail to stand, as we spoke about in the book of Judges, what you do not destroy, your children will worship. Mm. So ask yourself, self, what you are dealing with, what your parents dealt with, and so on and so forth has dealt with, do you want them to serve that same idol? And somebody is going to rise. Somebody has to rise. But is it going to be the people of God? Oh. Or the people that go against him? Do you understand? Like... Use wisdom as you as you as you who, as you pick your side. Yeah. <laughs> who do you want to be? Who do you want in the those realms of influence? Because that somebody has to fill that role mm. of influence of of leadership. So we are saying step up as a Christian, someone that you know follow Christ, because we need those people <laughs> in those positions. Because if we as Christians are not rising, we can't then complain. If people that are not for God are rising, taking those roles and then going against our our beliefs, because when they ask you to step off, you this you said, uh, I don't know, uh, I'm shy, um, I don't know if I heard right. <laughs> it's like, no, uh, there's a bigger role to fill. Absolutely, regardless of what um, God has called you to do absolutely there comes a part or comes a point where you have to put yourself aside um and becky and i had to do that what was that song um i said yeah Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Sing that song every single day with yes. your chest. Uh, <laughs> I remember that song would come on in church. I had to stay quiet. I would just be like this. I wouldn't pray. I'm just looking around like, don't look at me if I'm not singing. I'm not yeah. Singing. Yes. I had a, a moment when they were singing the song in church, and I was singing it, and I was like, <coughs> whoa, what, what am I actually saying? Yeah. No, no, no. What are you saying, Becky, right now? Yeah. And that's when I kind of. Um, hmm. <laughs> Take a step back. Am I actually ready to say yes? Absolutely. Because mm. you have to come to a point, like I said, when you put yourself aside and saying yes. Because the thing about God is that um, when He has called you and you said yes before, and I always tell people this is like God wants you to do this, yeah. But then I told them, but don't say yes if you won't do it. Because. Because. Have you ever seen a child be dragged before? Hmm. We've had this conversation. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna see God drag you? I'm telling you, walk. <laughs> I'm telling you, but, walk. But why, why are we giving the example of being dragged? Because you see, God is is a gentleman, but um, I feel like it comes to a certain point. Uh, let me just not even give a, a personal story. Maybe I do it afterwards. But you have a very good example. Do you know who my example is? Mm. Jonah. Mm-hmm. Jonah. He was a man of God. Yeah. He was called. He had a mission. He'd done other things for God. Hence why God felt the need to also send him to do, do this. Yeah. Yep. So when he was then sent to go and do this or go to the people, he said no and tried to run in the opposite direction. Mm. Which led to what? The people who he voyaged with. Saying, get out of here. Do you get? Yeah. <laughs> that, get off my boat. Because it's you. There was no destruction before you came. Mm. So understanding that God will even make the people you're hanging around with say, go. And so that let me talk about that as well, just quickly. That also comes with a point of separation as well. Mm. Because when God starts calling you, sometimes you become separated to what you are used to. I was actually thinking about this today going you become separated to what you're used to and from who you're used to there's mm. two different things that like you can have a way that you live your life and then you can also have a way whereby um the people who you lived your life with you no longer live with them mm. and so it's like i believe oh, i don't know how to say this um it's so that sometimes it comes to a point where like if you used to live your life in a particular way, God will just be like, yeah. And the thing is, you feel when God is like, yeah, you're not going to be doing this no more. Oh my God. It feels like he's pushing you away. Mm-hmm. So you can be stubborn because uh, that's your comfort zone. You're comfortable here. You're comfortable in this place. You're comfortable in this job. You're comfortable with these people. So why would I have to move? But the thing is, you will start noticing it's like people are being against you oh my gosh it's like uh like why are you here exactly it's kind of like they start feeling irritated by your presence and it's mm-hmm. like but i've been here why is it that suddenly i am a disruption to this place like yeah. you your presence will just not you two you would not feel comfortable anymore because it's time to move yeah you have dwelt too long In around this, this mountain do you understand it's move. time to get away so if you're not going to leave the people, the environment will try to push you away. 
And it's another way that God works. Um, and I always say there's different ways that you can find God. Hmm. Um, so I'll count them for you because I don't want to say a number and it's not that. But the first way is that you can go and seek him. Right. Second way is he can come to you. Right. So these two willing, right? So I come to him. He comes to me. Right. Two examples. Yeah. Third one is when um, your circumstance makes you go to him unwillingly. Does that make sense? So you had no interest in God. Like people in the pandemic, God's not real. Oh, maybe the Bible prophecies are coming real. Do you know how many people found Christ in the in the pandemic? Mm. How many 40 people? Forty years quarantine means forty. Oh my God, the Bible. <laughs> I mean, now you're doing two plus two. Oh, now it equals four. Mm? Before it was forty-five, but that's not the point, right? Because now you're understanding that when God has said a thing, it will become. So mm. when God has established a relationship and said this will be. You have the ability to, and then there's the fourth, the fourth type of person. Yeah, fourth type of person is the one who, despite everything, they still just ignore him. Yeah, I've encountered them. Yeah, because it's like, boy, if God was this, and then he would be right, that, and right. Da, 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 da. And I remember I heard someone say that. Okay, so you're telling me that because you did all of this, he should do what you want him to do. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because it's like with a child, if you say you're not going to have any dessert for the next two weeks, mm. but mama did my homework, mama did this, I did that, I did this, da 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 da. Upon it all, he still doesn't care because your mum said no. No <laughs> is no. Let your no be no and your yeah. yes be yes. Do you yeah. get? And then understanding how God will work for it all. And I'm not saying, like, it's when it comes to difficult circumstances, sometimes things happen. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to say this happened for the sake of happening because behave but because <laughs> <laughs> no. there's always a reason for everything happening um, whether or not you understand that yeah. is another thing mm-hmm. if you position yourself to understand something then god will reveal it mm. and more time the reason why we don't understand what's happened is because we haven't positioned ourselves to hear or listen from him listen mm. to him but then we want an answer but how do you go and uh, for the answer you know sometimes it can be like why why me and it's kind of like angry you asking questions but you are not willing to have an answer like you want the answer that you are seeking rather than the truth and so the way you go and ask the question it kind of it kind of depends on what you will get in return (coughs) (laughs) what you get in return is based on how you approach the situation yeah because it's like trying to have an argument with an um, or have an um a conversation with someone who's already angry or who already yeah, has their mind yeah. made up mm, it's just like you're hitting a wall and so it's just like oh, okay cool i'm not hearing from you god you're still talking and um. it's and it, uh, and it's like or not even sometimes it's not even talking you're just making a lot of noise and you're doing a lot mm. but you're not doing what god wants you to do right so even when we talk about like an outpouring we have to understand that it comes with us doing what god wants us to do Mm. Because we have to put ourselves beside, we have to put ourselves aside, and then put him first. Yeah. So that mm. if we want to receive from him in totality, then we have to understand that we go from it being all about us to then being all about him. Yeah, it comes with maturity, of course. In your walk with Christ, is understanding that um, if you give your life, mm. he's the one in control. 
And sorry, just to when we say give your life, I don't mean make you take my phone. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my phone. But you told me to take it. No, and then no, psych. <laughs> mm. Or it's like no, I gave it to you. No, but I actually no, no, gave no. it to you. No, Becky, it's in your hand. No. Becky, I've told you my phone is in your hand. Why? Go on. Why I can't find it. Like, look at my hands. No, it's in your hand. What are you talking about? You're literally holding it. No, my phone is in your hand. Mm. And that's how many of us are with when with us. That's how many of us are with God. God, my life is in your hands. No, it's in yours. You're holding it tight. Tight. And <laughs> as I'm telling you, I'm talking to myself as well. So please, I'm me. not above anybody. You understand? <laughs> like, honestly, and I was stubborn this morning. Um... I'll even give you an example, right? Practical. Um, I washed my coat last night. So I washed it. And then, bear in mind, I was going to go get it dry cleaned. And then um, I looked at the label. It said, no dry cleaning. I said, okay, no problem. I'll wash it myself. And I was very particular because of the um, the fur inside the coat. And it, I knew, I know that I really know the type of fur because I've had that type of coat before. But when I... Um, I left it to dry. It went out last night. I left it, maybe I washed it in the, in the afternoon. Left it to dry. Came back. It was all right. And then this morning, I it was raining. And so I needed the coat with a hood. And I was like, the other coat I could wear, but it doesn't have a hood. And it didn't go with my outfit. So I was just like, no, I want the hoods, <laughs> right? Can't fit a hood. Let's do oh. it. But the, the jacket was like 90 90 percent maybe not even that maybe because it's like i said it's fur inside so the fur has to dry because it's one of those type of furs that oh god i I see you um it's like one of those furs that when it's wet it not like if it's water but when it's been like dry like um washed Mm. then it the fur mats together Mm. really badly and so I was like, oh my gosh, it's not. So I kept trying to like push out the, um, push out the, um, the fur to make it spread because it mm. does it naturally. Yeah. The fur spreads naturally within the coat. Right. And so I grabbed the coat and I was like, I'm so let's go and wear something else. Go wear the other jacket. I was like, mm. don't go with my outfit. And she said, you're going to, like, it's cold. Da, 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 da. I'm just like, no. And then this morning she said, just take an umbrella. And I was like, no, why you want to hold an umbrella? <laughs> I, took a, I took my coat, wore oh. it. Man, man, it's still wet. And then... I'm in, I'm sitting down inside doing some work and I'm like, bear in mind, I've got a very sensitive nose. I can mm. pick up smells from, God help me, because I can pick up smells and it just irritates me. <laughs> once, I just, once I catch hold of it, it just hey. irritates me. And I was like, what's that smell? I said, no way can that be me. No way. Mm-mm. No way. And then, again, maybe like a little bit later, <laughs> again, I'm picking up a smell thinking, but I smell this on the bus. Why can I smell it again? Wow. And then I was like, you know, because shame caught me in public. I didn't want to just do it there. I don't want to do that. So oh. I was like, I wait till I'm in the privacy. So I went into the toilet, took off the jacket, and I went, and I, was like, and I gagged. I legit like, I gagged. And I was like, yeah, stubborn. It's not going to be stubborn in this life. And I used that example because it's like, I used the, the example of the matted, matted fur and then... Um, the smell right mm. so when we talk about oh mm. it brings us back to our conversation mm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um what comes of it is that so we want to talk about an outpouring right so remember all the features that i i i just mentioned matted fur and the smell yeah. so when we give our life to god and then we're like god 
I've given my life to you. And he's look at you like, and you're ready. He look at you when you're ready, like, well done. And mm. then it's because we think we've given our, our lives to him, but when we come before him, our smell, the, the smell that we produce is not pleasing. Mm. And why is that? Because your smell is not pleasing and your sacrifice, like, because you have to understand, we are what? Living sacrifice. sacrifices. So if we now come before God and our smell is not pleasing, then we are <laughs> God help, help <me>. us <laughs> help us mm. um, apologies if we now come before God and then our smell is not pleasing then we have to understand that we are Cain because mm. we are not we are accepted before God in the way that we and he said if you were like your brother then your offering or if you had given like your brother had given then yeah. your offering would have been accepted just the same way mm-hmm but it wasn't accepted just as in the same way because we gave what we wanted to give and not what God required. Right. And so we have to understand that um, uh, Abel gave the fat of the land. Yeah. Whereas Cain gave what he thought was, all right, there you go. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep the fat of the land so that I can still have currency for myself. Mm. So that I can still have the best for myself, not understanding that the yeah. best is meant to be for God. Yeah. Because when he then, and, and that's the thing about sacrifice, um, it burns differently. Different mm. sacrifices burn differently. Yeah. So if you give with part of your heart, you have a part that's going to be received, right? And so um, if you look at an altar, right, we go back to last week's episode, is that the altar is the thing, like basically, you cannot burn wet wood. So if you watch all of these yeah. su- survival <laughs> channels and everything, they say that you must chuck away or shuck away at the um, the exterior of the wood mm. until you can get to the dry part of the wood and then it can be burnt. Or you would have to go and find somewhere else that has not been affected by the, wo- um, by the wo- rain and then use that type of wood to burn it. And I say that because when we come before God, now we have to understand that um, if we're wet, we won't burn in the, in the right way. Mm. Yeah, because you need to, the wood needs to be dry. Yeah, so when you feel like you're going through a wilderness place, God is drying you out. Ooh, I like that. He's drying you out so that you may be used and so that you may be a sweet smelling incense. But the wood cuts is fire. Exactly. Once it caught fire, why do they say fan the flame? Yeah. What's those survival documentaries? If you don't fan the flame, it's gonna go out. It's gonna go out. So when we're saying living sacrifice, is because if you're not fanning, if you're not there every time giving yourself, the the fire will go out. I understand. And what happens if it starts raining? How can you burn that fire again? It's already gone out. So now you need to wait and like try like pray now ah i mean this wilderness mm-hmm. god how how can i um bring the fire back yeah. well now you need to wait <laughs> yeah and just to touch on that two things we do um or that can happen is that god may give us something and then say steward it and then we may steward it but not in the way that god wants it to be stewarded i think that's correct english um what, so we may not basically we may not watch off watch over what he has given us in the right way 
mm. and it may then crumble, wouldn't it? It may fail. Yeah. But and then because we've seen that it's failed, it's like a plant that's already dead, basically. Mm. Like, no, no, no. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna try and water a dead plant. Mm. And then so it's like oh, I'm gonna water a dead plant, and so. Like I said, God's giving you something to watch over. And then, so instead of watching over that and it dies, you're not like, okay, let me start something else and be like, yeah, God, I'm going to give you this. I'm going to give you what um, you didn't ask for. Or you tried to do the same thing, but that was still not just, you can't say it, Sha, but we have two plants here. So God said, water this plant and then you left it to die. Yeah. And they go and take the same exact plant. Put in the same pot. And start doing the work that you were supposed to do with the first plant. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but I didn't ask you to water that plant, plant number two. So the results that you were supposed to get, you're not going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Because I have nothing to do with that thing that you want to take by yourself. It might look the same. Yeah. You know, God may have said, um, let that friend go. Mm. As we we're talking about separation. Let that friend go. Like you don't, you don't need. Um, no, but uh, okay. Then let me go and check for another. Look for another friend that's similar. Hugs. It's like let them go. I will provide. <laughs> Moses, let my people go. <laughs> let them go. <laughs> let them go. Yeah. Release yourself from captivity. Because sometimes we don't understand what God is telling us to let go of a person for. There's been so many times I'll be like, no, God, but they're my friend. I don't yeah. want to leave them. No, come on. And then that friend will just stop. It just The one stupid argument will come out of nowhere. It will be blown out of proportion. Mm. And I'm just thinking, How? if I had my... <laughs> and the thing is, I don't want to just be like ghosting people mm. and I'll be like, oh, or just go to them, um, yeah, God told me to stop being friends with you. Like, can you, can, like I feel like there's honesty and then there's just like wisdom. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Still use wisdom. Wisdom. Like, so there's ways and ways. Yeah, like, like that's not the way you do it. You don't just yeah. go and say yeah. I'm going to tell me to stop being friends with you. So we're not gonna just. Leave. So I'm gonna cut you off. Like now. <laughs> Sometimes like healthy separation is like okay. You may not burn the bridge, but the bridge is still there for you to go yeah. back and forth from. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And so, like, when we then offer ourselves before God, we can't offer ourselves, like, off of the parts of ourselves that we want and then say, um, or, I don't know, it's like God saying, I want your heart. Like, give me your heart. Mm. And then he said, and then you're like, okay, God, um, here's my hand. Here's my hands. Mm. Here's my hands. And he's like, I asked for your heart. Why are you giving me your hands? okay god yeah. here's my arm and my leg um i want your heart okay here's both my legs and my hands i mean it's still part of me it's part but it's not the part that he wants right and when we withhold that part from him then we ask him why don't we have the results that you said i would have hmm yeah but yet you haven't given the parts of him of, of you that he requires mm. because if even we talk about an outpour we have to understand that god will only pour out himself onto vessels who are willing and who have submitted to the cause right with your actions actions words everything is new <laughs> yeah yeah because it's, i mean it's it's hard but like God may have told you something. It's like, yeah, I, I totally believe you. But then our actions shows differently. It's like, um, 
God said do this and it's like it's taking you 10 months to do something that you were meant to do two months and it's go back to the Israelites God told you go to the um promised land okay we are going we are going but you you're taking your time and in in the journey you're doubting ah, is it true Where, with this Moses guy, where is he taking us to? Like we used to have food in Egypt, not true. We used to have. Do you understand? <laughs> no, they will feed you scraps, and then you have your mother. Like they, they were serving you nothing. You were a slave, but it, it kind of looks like where I was before. I was comfortable. Now I'm in the wilderness. Like, are you serious? Like, just take me, just take me back. Mm. And so it's like i'm doing it but are you really doing it because in the journey you're doubting you want to go back you can't be tired and that's fair but at least be honest with that but like not in the terms of like doubting and then it takes you 40 years to do something to get where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. and then you now start blaming god it's not god's fault because i know that um there are things that god had asked me to do and I'd started actually to do them. And then at one point, I was just like, yeah, this is long. And I went back to my own <laughs> ways. Like, I was just chilling. Like, okay, cool. This is long. Yeah. And um, I remember just God's, then, then loads of things happened. And I remember God, like, warning me and telling me, Rebecca, if you align with me, things can either happen sooner or later. Now, I remember hearing that. I was like, okay, what does that mean? What does that mean? And then, obviously, because I'd gone back to my old lifestyle and I'd been doubting God. I'm thinking, oh, later than it's gonna, it's gonna, things gonna either happen later, sooner or later. And I was thinking, was it even gonna happen in the first place? Yeah, because you are, you might get to the destination eventually, but not at the right time. Timing, but at the same time, you didn't get to the destination on time. Mm. But 40 years is a generation. A generation has not suffered, <laughs> didn't was not able to, you know, enjoy those fruits, mm. enjoy the promise, enjoy that land. So you might still get there, but then a whole generation has suffered. Mm-hmm. And everything that God says, every instruction, there are consequences. So even if you read the Bible, like I, this year, I just like everything that God says or everything that God promised, there are instructions, Absolutely. but there are also consequences. <coughs> so God may say, um, The path of the righteous will shine bright and bright unto the perfect day. Yes, that's my own. Amen. If you walk with me, if you stay in the scriptures, literally the next verse, that's what it says. But what happens to those who don't? They will fall. They will stumble. The power of the wicked, they will stumble. And so you need to follow the instructions. You know, even in the promises in the Bible, there is always a, if you do this, Mm -hmm. if you stay, if you, if you obey my commandments, With Solomon, you're going to have all the riches, wisdom. No one can touch you. You are indestructible if you follow my commandments. Why does Solomon stumble? Do not, do not mingle with um, for the foreign people, the ones that don't believe in me. Um, actually, I'm a businessman. You know, I'm a man of wisdom. <laughs> Let me go and mingle with the people that God told me not to. Guess what? Consequences. Now you have stumbled. Now you everything that was promised to you has been taken away. So you can enjoy God's promises and all the promises that you see in the Bible if you follow God's instructions. Like God is a God of order. Like everything that he promises, he will do. 
if you follow it's an order yeah because it's an order of fulfillment um and often god won't pour like god won't pour out himself like if he gives you if he bless mm. you blesses you um he may spare you but it's, that's just in his goodness yeah just mercy <laughs> it's just mercy like yeah um and we thank God for that. Honestly, we thank God for mercy because... Hey, the amount of times. <laughs> like... Literally. But that meeting place with God of um, him even being to speak to us and then we hear mm. is one thing. Like, encountering him and saying, okay, God, um, I'm going to let you flow. I'm going to let you move through me. I'm going to mm. I'm gonna do all of this. Um, yeah, because that's how that's how God was passed down through the generations, right? Mm. So the Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, yeah, um, and within due time, did um, Jacob come to God? But he came through. Um, he said that he was walking through the land, and when he came to a place, mm. so there was no specific meeting or um, markers of an altar. Yep, but however. There was, he said he laid his head on a rock, um, and he then he fell asleep. Yeah, or was it a trance, something like that? And then he said that he saw angels ascending and descending, mm. and he said, "Behold, God, I I did not know. Like, surely said, you are surely, here. Surely you are here, and I never knew. Hmm. Like, so that means it's possible for us to be asking for so much of God and not know that He's around us, mm. but not sense Him." Right, because it's one thing to um, walk into a room and be like, "Oh my gosh, God is here!" Praise the Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Like, oh my gosh, I want I'm gonna meet him today, and he's just like, um, I gave the example. God wants you at level ten thousand. You've come at level five hundred, and even when you're there, you're not. Are you pushing? Are you giving your whole? Mm. Because it's like God says, oh, you know what? I want to encounter this person, but. I'm going to be around them. But I can't there, yeah. just grab them in the way that I want to. If you don't allow, allow him. Do you get? Because there's work that comes with a relationship. You want intimacy with God. Mm. But you're not working towards it. So when he's like, oh, let me pour out my soul support upon this person. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to, if however long they choose to take, I'm going to walk with them. Yeah. And so it's like, and that's what happened with Jacob is that he was coming to the end of himself at that point. And so when he laid down and you've done some, like I told I spoke about inheritance, right? We all have basic inheritance. Yeah. Right. And the basic inheritance is the fact that Christ died for us. But when I'm talking about in the old Testament, it's the fact that he, um, God had promised Abraham's descendants. Yeah. Communion, yeah. communion with him. Right. Yeah. So that's the same. Do you understand mm. that? because of you and what you've done your descendants will be blessed covenant covenant right so because of that now um when jacob encountered him he's like oh my gosh now i see what my father and my grandfather were talking about right yep 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 so from that moment in time that's when his attention started to be shifted towards god Mm. because and then oh i won't leave this place until you touch me yeah and then he's now now i want more I've seen, I want more, I want more, I want more. And it's like, even for God to touch you, mm. he said he wrestled all night. Mm. He wrestled all night. 
and then he he then the angel touched his hip. Yeah. God, you ready to wrestle all night? Are you gonna give up? Mm. What's more important? Priorities. Priorities, because I've learned that um, two things when it comes to an outpouring is we can say we want more of God, but we can then follow His will. Or we can say we want more of God and then follow our will. And that would depend how much we receive of Him, how much outpour will receive how much can we contain of him mm-hmm. because when he says i will pour out my my spirit mm. like how much can you contain of me because i've intended Con- yeah just it's like the terms again the terms and conditions you know tcs yeah terms and every time you hear from god's whatever read the bible just remember terms and conditions apply in all, all scenarios. <laughs> and it's so funny you said terms and conditions because you know when you listen to the adverts, it's like, terms and conditions. <laughs> <laughs> what are you rushing? <laughs> and that's when you know they're trying to catch you out. Because mm. more time, even when it comes to scripture, people quote the, the sweet part and then afterwards they're like, um, yeah. <laughs> what's the verse afterwards? Literally. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know the verse before or after, but you're caught in it with your chest. Mm. You don't know that God said, if you don't do this, child will come. Tribulation will come. Yeah. Even if you do do it, yeah. Yeah. you may have to endure. Yeah. Through the good and bad. Mm. And it's like, oh, what am I, what, what, what is it? Yeah. And so it's like, even you, like, you're preparing yourself to receive from God. Like I said, look at what God is doing and a new dispensation. Mm. And encounter, no, um, uh, the step, step up, up. And encounter an outpouring yeah. is look at what God is trying to do and then prepare yourself to receive. Yeah. Because he will pour out in due time but upon people who have waited on him. Waited and um, are still present. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what, that's the beauty of the secret, the secret place, right? He who what? Dwells. Dwells. Not just it's not a B and B, you know, or Airbnb. <laughs> it's not just today. Yes, tomorrow maybe. You put your left foot in, your right foot uh, mm-hmm. in, out in. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. Hey, yeah, I always have, I have this uh, this um this saying, and I say, don't be like Humpty Dumpty. Act like don't be a middleman. Don't like nobody likes a middleman. Ooh. If you're gonna put your heart into it, if you're gonna be bad, be bad with your chest. Mm. you're gonna be good be good with your chest and yeah. don't be a middleman don't in out in out no yeah make up your mind because hey once you said god this is your it, it, it's serious because now you're being held accountable absolutely because, because you know the truth but you said he now he's like now nah, this time becky take the phone <laughs> no, it like, like, it hold it. So now I'm gonna take it back. But now God's like, no, no, I got you. Yeah, I got you. And that's when, like, that's when we have to understand about covenant. Sometimes it gets you. Um, you can run, 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 run. That altar is speaking. It's calling your name. Do you know how many times I tried to run away from God? And there's like whatever direction. Okay, this way, that way. It was just like peekaboo. You know them horror films when they just pop up. You're like, golly! Like, 
you everywhere. Mm. And that's when I really understood God is omniscient. No, or omnipresent. Mm. He's everywhere. Keep running, keep running. Keep but then, running, um, right into his arms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you're running from one place, that's why you're running. Because you're never comfortable. You, there is nowhere that fits. You never, you never fit anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because you need to go back to that, that place that your name is calling, that altar. There's no solace from the place that you... You will never find refuge in a place where God did not call you to. You will just... Yeah. You will now be seeking asylum. Hey, 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 mm-hmm. hey. Things of the world. Ah, this one, that one. And it's like, no, your name was set to be in my house. Mm-hmm. Come back mm-hmm. to your father. Yeah. Because all these places that you are running to, they will never give you the satisfaction that you're searching for. They will never give you the peace that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. It can only be found... In that place, yeah. So go back to the place. That's the thing, and that's the thing with uh, with filling yourself with things that God has not given to you, is that you will always come back, and you or you always feel empty afterwards. Mm, yeah, you always feel thirsty, and that's why He said, "Once you drink from Me, you will never thirst, thirst again, again ever. You will keep being thirsty. Ah, oh, I want. Oh, why? Why am I not? You will just keep being thirsty until you Simple. go to that place." And and that's when we have to come to the point where we're like, oh, I have to be someone who who continuously draws from the will of God. Yeah. It can't be a world that we choose to go and come from. Because if we're going through a long journey, if we're going to embark upon a long journey, we have to remain connected to the source. Yeah, exactly. Remain connected. And um, just know that that peace, I don't know, this is for someone that, Maybe you haven't accepted God, Christ yet. Mm. This is the call. This is the altar call. Come to Him. Come to the altar. He's He's always willing, and He's He. Honestly, I, I as someone who ran for a very, very, very long time, trust us. Honestly, like yeah, you will never find it. <laughs> there, Straight up, <laughs> there's there's nothing, and yeah, like if you have a, a past, a history, whatever it may be like god really wants you regardless of whatever your state looks like yeah it, he, he really wants you and i feel like the world will try and tell you oh no he doesn't want you but, but understanding that if you've ever had a friend who's so down for you mm. and stuck by your side for it all thick and thin you have to understand that that's god and he's a father a friend a brother yeah mother he's whatever you need him to be he has yeah. the ability to take on whatever role that you require him yeah to be and that just comes by first yeah um coming to the altar yeah. right so just a prayer yeah uh closing prayer just thank you lord thank you jesus thank you for all our listeners i just want to mm-hmm. pray for someone who re- hasn't really accepted christ who hasn't really gave their life um god is all the things that you need right now mm-hmm. Just run to him. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to have read the Bible. Um, you don't even need to have a church yet. You just need him. And I just pray that you will find him. I just Amen. pray that you will encounter him, Amen. that you receive an outpouring of him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus Amen. loves you. Yep. Um, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I think we'll just close here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. See you next time. <laughs>